start the public fan dance that would begin to reveal in detail what exactly next was up to. I was thoroughly fascinated and equally wary. I didn't want to get taken in by the notoriously charismatic Mr. Jobs. The drive south to Palo Alto is a trip through the history of Silicon Valley. From Route 92 in San Mateo over to Interstate 280, a bucolic eight-laner skirting San Andreas Lake and Crystal Springs Reservoir, which stored drinking water for San Francisco, piped in from the Sierras. Past the blandly ostentatious venture capitalist habitat along Sand Hill Road in Menlo Park, and traversing the oblique, mile-long Stanford Linear Accelerator, which slashes like a hairline fracture through the landscape and beneath the freeway. Past the Stanford Dish Radio Telescope, and the white-faced Herefords and ornate oak trees dotting the expansive greenbelt behind the university campus. The winter and spring rains had resurrected the prairie grass on the hills, turning them briefly as green as a golf course from their usual dull yellow, and peppering them with patches of orange, purple, and yellow wildflowers. I was so new to the Bay Area that I didn't yet realize that this was the most beautiful time of year to make this drive. My exit, Page Mill Road, was the home street address of Hewlett-Packard, early biotech pioneer Alza Corporation, Silicon Valley facilitators like Anderson Consulting, now called Accenture, and the law firm Wilson, Sonsini, Goodrich, and Rosati. But first you hit the university-owned Stanford Research Park, with its groves of low-slung corporate research and development labs, situated with lots of grassy elbow room. Xerox's famed Palo Alto Research Center Park, where Steve first saw a computer with a mouse and a graphical bit-mapped screen interface, resides here. This was where he had chosen to headquarter Next. A young woman from Next's PR firm, Allison Thomas Associates, escorted me through the boxy two-story concrete-and-glass office building to a small conference room with a view of a half-filled parking lot and not much more. Steve was waiting there. He greeted me with a nod, dismissed the flack, and, before I could get seated, popped that first question. I wasn't sure if Steve wanted a monosyllabic answer or if he was genuinely curious about who I was and where I came from. I assumed the latter, so I started ticking off the places and industries I'd written about for the journal. Right after leaving graduate school at the University of Kansas, I'd moved to Dallas for the paper, where I'd written about aviation, airlines, and electronics, since Texas Instruments and Radio Shack were based there. Along the way, I had won some notoriety for a profile of John Hinckley, the privileged son of a Texas oil man who shot President Reagan in 1981. What year did you graduate from high school? He interjected. 1972, I replied. And I spent seven years in college, but never quite got my master's degree. That's when I graduated from high school, he interjected. So we're about the same age. I found out later that he had skipped a grade. I then explained that I'd spent two years each in Central America and Hong Kong writing and reporting on geopolitical issues for the journal, and a year in Los Angeles before finally wangling my dream job in San Francisco. At this point, It really was beginning to feel like a job interview. Except that Jobs wasn't reacting much to any of my answers. 
So, do you know anything about computers? he asked, interrupting again. Nobody who writes for the major national publications knows shit about computers, he added, shaking his head with a practiced air of condescension. The last person who wrote about me for the Wall Street Journal didn't even know the difference between machine memory and a floppy. Now I felt on somewhat firmer footing. Well, I was an English major, formally, but I programmed some simple games and designed relational databases on a mainframe in college. He rolled his eyes. For a couple of years, I worked nights as a computer operator processing the daily transactions for four banks on an NCR minicomputer. He was staring out the window now. And I bought an IBM PC the very first day they were available, at Businessland, in Dallas. Its serial number started out with eight zeros, and I installed CPM first.